At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. The official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. We were gone for maybe a week, little bit of a breather here in the offseason, but we've gathered up some good news that we'd like to talk about with all of you fine folks today here on the HHC. Hornets just releasing their preseason schedule. Also in recent days, they have let us all know that they've signed a player to a two-way contract. Leaky Black of North Carolina fame will now be part of the Greensboro Swarm and hopefully perhaps the Charlotte Hornets as well. And there's already off-season power rankings. We'll find something new to get angry about here on this edition of the HHC. Helping me on all these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo. Rob, good to have you back. How have you enjoyed your break here? Yeah, honestly, to be honest with you, it hasn't really felt like a whole lot of a break, but time flies when you're having fun, and before you know it, we'll have Hornets basketball ready to go, and we already have a couple opponents known that are we're going to see at the beginning of October, so exciting to release those and go through those and detail those and get ready for some Hornets hoops soon. Yeah, we have dates certain now on when we get back to work. We're a little over two months, two and a half, I'd say, at this stage of the game from seeing the Hornets back on the hardwood again as the Hornets preseason schedule has been announced. It's going to start on October 10th, the Tuesday. Hornets will be on the road in Miami against the defending Eastern Conference champions then they'll continue with another division opponent staying on the road this time going to the nation's capital to take on the washington wizards on october the 12th two home games 
on the horizon as well. Charlotte will have a Sunday, not quite matinee, a little bit earlier start time for the home preseason opener against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And then on Thursday, the 19th, Charlotte will open against Boston. I should throw in there that the entire NBA is supposed to open up sometime around the 24th. That should be opening night. Unlikely the Hornets will play that night. Typically, there's only one or two games. It typically involves the defending champs. So based off recent history, I think there will probably be somewhere in the neighborhood of a week break after that game against Boston at Spectrum Center to get ready for the regular season. But we'll know those dates in the future. Right now, we know the preseason overall. Rob, your thoughts? Just excited to have some dates on the calendar finally. And you take a look at the schedule. It's pretty friendly in terms of travel and opponents that the Hornets will face. Kicks off with that game in Miami, like you mentioned day off then you kind of get into that rhythm a little bit go up the road to Washington then you have a few more days off you have Oklahoma City at home and then you finish off with a tough Boston team at home so it's very similar I guess in a sense to preseason schedules we've seen in the past and the little caveat that I don't think a lot of people realize is that the teams are more or less responsible for putting together their preseason schedule they can put as many as they want together they can put as few as they want they can kind of mix and match and pick their opponents as well so I go back to a couple seasons ago the Hornets played the the likes of Oklahoma City on the road. They also had Memphis at home, and I believe they also had Dallas at home in that same year as well. And then you go last year, the Hornets more or less had that extra game, if you want to call it that way. They had five preseason games because of that one against the Celtics in Greensboro. So a little disappointed we're not going back to Greensboro this season, but really cool to see at least like there's a level of opponents more or less here for the Hornets where you have two divisional opponents in Miami and Washington. Then you have a really young and exciting team in Oklahoma City, and then you got one of the strongholds of the Eastern Conference in Boston, and you get them at home too. So all in all, I think it's a really good schedule. works out well. It's going to provide a lot of different tests for these Hornets team and these Hornets players. Yeah, I like it a lot. I think having the four games perhaps a reaction to last year where in preseason the Hornets started to suffer injuries and so maybe you reduce the opportunity for that to happen by taking it down to four games. I don't know that it's that reactionary, but it certainly could be. But just in general, I like the lack of enormous travel. There's only two games on the road. They're probably going to be part of one longer road trip. They're both division opponents, so they're both in the general regional area. Uh, Just reduces the wear and tear and time outside of the gym on these players. And then two good home games. Oklahoma City, an up-and-coming team from the Western Conference. Boston in there to wrap it up. Who knows how much of the Celtics regulars will be seeing at that stage, or for that matter, the Hornets regulars. But I do think it's significant that the Hornets are going to get to face the two Eastern Conference finalists on this preseason slate. We've got the four games. Time for the big question. Rob Longo, which of these four are you most looking forward to and why? I think the one that I'm looking most forward to is that October 15th against Oklahoma City because first off, it's home. It's the first time we get to see the Hornets at home this season. First time we'll get to see Brandon Miller in a Hornets jersey and some of the other first-round picks like Nick Smith Jr. and maybe some of the second-round guys like Amari Bailey as well. So excited to see them. Also excited to see the matchup between Chet Holmgren potentially and Mark Williams. I know we'll probably see that in a regular season. Knock on wood, everybody stays healthy for both sides because obviously Chet had to deal with that foot injury and he missed his entire rookie season. So this is technically his rookie season coming in to the 2023-2024 campaign. But I'm excited to see that matchup. 
Do they both play? Who knows? That's TBD, obviously. That's very, very far down the line, obviously. And it's the third game of the preseason, at least for Charlotte. I haven't seen Oklahoma City schedule, but I'm assuming it's probably their third game as well. So who knows how much time the starters are going to see. But I would love to see that matchup between Chet Holmgren and Mark Williams. And that's part of the reason why I want to see that OKC matchup. Or at least that's the matchup that I'm looking forward to the most out of these four games. Well, Rob, you stole my answer. That's the one I had circled. I thought for sure you would have stayed away from that one. But yeah, OKC, top of my list as well. It is the home opener, so there's some significance there. Also, Oklahoma City kind of did, kind of did what the Hornets are hoping to do this year. Thunder did it last year in terms of making a jump. They got into the play-in tournament but had a really strong end-of-season run. Charlotte did get a win at OKC despite that nice finish for the Thunder. I just think in general, it's a good comparison point, but the Rob rules are always in effect, so I'll go in a different direction. I'm going to pick at Washington on October 12th. The general consensus out there is that Washington is rebuilding. They've moved on from Bradley Beal. They've moved on from Kristaps Porzingis. Still have Kuzma there, Kyle Kuzma, who's a very talented player, to be sure, and there are some other good pieces around, but the general consensus is that Washington is likely to take a step back. If Charlotte's going to take one forward, this is one of the teams they need to put in their rearview mirror. So you're not getting a full regular season type of matchup, but you might get six to eight minutes of one, or at the very least, you might get to see what the ends, the benches under normal circumstances might look like. And so for that, for that, with that in mind, I'm going to put Washington on as my number one game to look forward to, even though Heart of Hearts It's actually the Oklahoma City one, the home opener. All these contests are available for you to tune into on our flagship station, 92.7 Sports Radio, WFNZ on the Hornets Radio Network. Most of the games will be televised will be televised on Bally Sports Southeast as well. And for the two home games, October 15th versus Oklahoma City, as well as October 19th versus Boston, you can go to those as well as all the games, all 41 of the regular season, by joining the Hive Society memberships for the 23-24 season. Available now, extremely limited availability, but there is some in the lower level at last word. Pick 23 plans also available featuring the first and last home games of the regular season. In addition, you get 21 games of your choice and it starts at just $18 per ticket in the Uptown Concourse. For more information or to purchase tickets, call 704 Hornets. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the roster. There was one not too shocking, but there was an addition made. Leaky Black signed to a two-way contract. We'll talk about that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the HHC. Back in the saddle again after a little bit of a break there, after our uh, last couple of episodes of the Hornets Hivecast. Not sure when we'll have our next one. Of course, whenever news breaks, we'll have it covered for you. Sometimes, though, we got to aggregate that news selection, and that's the case of our next topic, which is Leaky Black. Not that he's not a significant signing. He surely is. But we decided to let Rob have a little bit of a breather from the desk, and so we're packaging him in as a part of this podcast. Leaky Black, the former North Carolina Tar Heel, spent five seasons in Chapel Hill. All around, not eye-popping stats offensively, but he was an all-ACC defensive team selection his final two college seasons. He will be a part of the Hornets on a two-way contract. It was announced about a week ago or so right now, so he would be expected to spend a lot of time in Greensboro and certainly have the opportunity to contribute with the Charlotte Hornets. Biggest thing for me here, Rob Longo, in the three games with the Hornets between the California Classic and the NBA 2K24 Summer League, Black got in about 15 minutes per game, was a really strong rebounder. This isn't a huge player. He's just a very strong defensive player. Kind of fits maybe, hopefully, a little bit of a Cody Martin type of role. Already played more of a role than being an explosive scorer at North Carolina. But we'll see what he brings to the table. Either way, I think this is an interesting, a good two-way selection. Sometimes you take big swings with these guys, and I think there's a chance Leaky Black might be that. But you want to get guys who have some championship DNA, 
Leakey was clearly part of the NCAA tournament run for the Tar Heels two seasons ago now. And just in general, I think he is a winning player, and that's something that you want to get your young guys accustomed to. And if you do need to backfill onto the main roster, as happened all too often last season, having someone with this kind of defensive mindset could come in handy. Those are all very good points and basically how I feel about the signing as well. And again, there's a lot of flexibility now that the Hornets and the NBA as general have that third two-way contract that they can kind of toy with and play around with a little bit, and they have at their disposal. So this is a great signing in that sense where you're able to bring a guy that's maybe a fringe NBA player more or less, considering that Leakey was undrafted. Give him an opportunity. Give him a chance. Again, he's a Concord guy. He's a local guy. He's playing for his hometown team. Seems like it's a great environment in that sense where it's a good opportunity for him to stay at home, have a great base around him. And then if he has to go up the road to Greensboro and play with the Swarm, then he's that guy that's a tad bit of an older presence, more or less. I mean, he was a five-year player at the NCAA level in this era of one and done. It's good to have that guy that had all that experience at the collegiate level. It should be a smooth transition going from there to Greensboro or even if he has to fill in some time in the NBA roster as well. And you talk about the defense, that is very, very important, especially in this day and age of where offenses just seem to be able to score at will. You need that defensive-minded guy to have that mentality to come in and clamp down. We saw that with Dennis Smith Jr. a lot last year. We've seen that with Cody Martin over the last couple of seasons now. This is another opportunity for a guy like Leaky Black to come in if he's called upon and make that impact on this team. I would agree. I would agree wholeheartedly. I think some of the things defensively that you really focus in on, he's got some length at six foot nine, averaged better than a steal per game a couple of times in his five years at Chapel Hill. And again, the guy is a winner. He was part of that 22 championship game run for North Carolina. I think he is really going to bring something significant here to Greensboro. And he'll be an interesting pairing. We don't know all of the two-way contracts right now, only two out of the three allotted have been taken by Charlotte. So, you know, a lot can change in terms of what that roster is made up of. But having him and Amari Bailey playing a significant role for the Greensboro Swarm, I think it's an interesting team. Amari Bailey obviously has a huge amount of upside with his athleticism and his scoring ability. And I think Leaky Black is someone who maybe is flying a little bit under the radar at the moment here, but definitely brings some big-time defensive game. And as you mentioned, a North Carolina guy we always root for those. So, Leaky Black on the squad under a two-way contract. He will be expected to be a part of the preseason roster, which now we have dates certain on that. That's coming up about two, almost two and a half months away from right now. Even though we've got a lot more summer left to get through before we get to basketball season, people are already putting out power rankings. It's Rob Longo's favorite segment. We'll talk about him next here on the HHC. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the Hornet Hivecast. All right, Rob, we were waiting a little bit for enough news to collect to really push out a podcast, trying to give ourselves a little bit of a break here. The preseason schedule announcement, it's significant. We would have found a reason to talk about that immediately, no matter what. So uh, that's kind of a cop-out, me putting that in this category. Leaky Black, obviously, the news has been out for a while. We've been excited to talk about it, but we held it on the back burner just for the moment. We needed a third segment, and lo and behold, the basketball media guides have shined upon us and uh, they have given us a couple of power rankings. So I know it's your favorite topic. I'm going to take you off the hot seat because there's a variety and I was trying to be a good you know, broadcaster here and not look too deeply into them. But I know there's a couple options. I'm going to let you play host, me play guinea pig here and you can ask the questions. All right, so this is a little bit of role reversal, but I will certainly take it. So as we have done this in the past, just to remind our audience, we usually try to pick in the hierarchy, or at least in our opinion, where we believe that the Hornets should be ranked in the power rankings. So we pick a different media outlet every time. And this week's media outlet, or this segment's media outlet, I guess more or less, because maybe we do more of these in the future, but this one is coming from The Athletic. And we have talked about The Athletic power rankings here time and time again over the course of the last couple of seasons. So if you are a frequent listener to the HHC, you would probably have some sort of idea on how we personally feel about the athletic power rankings or power rankings in general. So Mr. Farber in the hierarchy of the 30 teams in the NBA, where do you believe that the athletic has ranked the Hornets in the offseason power rankings? 
Well, first off, I love power rankings because it's just perfect for a daily podcast that we operate throughout the season. So it's good to have the material. Secondly, I think this all comes down to how do you view the Hornets? What lens? Are you comparing them to last year's team, which had one of the bottom four, bottom five records in the entire NBA, but was riddled with injuries? Or are you making a comparison to two seasons ago where there are some significant differences in terms of personnel on the roster, but maybe it's a little bit closer of an image to what you're going to see this season. I prefer to go with the latter. So with that in mind, I am comparing this team to a 43-win squad from two seasons ago rather than one that was picking in the top five before winning the lottery last season. So with that in mind, I don't know that I want to be so aggressive as to say they should be in the top half of the NBA. You, You do have to prove this at some point. It can't just be a theory. So I'm going to go with 21. I'm going to say that that should be good enough most years to be in or around the play-in tournament picture. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the national media is not giving the Hornets a ton of credit having just picked up a top five pick. But I think that addition plus some better injury luck should put the Hornets in a really good spot. So I shudder to think what the Athletic might have put us at. I'm not going to say they made them 18 or 15 or anything like that, even though I think there is a good chance for the Hornets to end up there at season's end. Right now, I'll be, in my opinion, a little conservative and say 21. Well, unfortunately, Sam, that is not conservative enough. According to The Athletic, the Hornets are ranked 29th in The Athletic's latest power rankings, which I just think is absolutely absurd, and I'm sure you do as well. Yeah, that's ridiculous. If you're comparing it to last year's team, where every conceivable injury or absence possible seemed to befall the Hornets, they they were just a a shell of what they were intended to be in terms of available personnel. So, you know, just toss that out altogether. Even then, though, they were not the second-worst team in the NBA. They weren't the second-worst team in their conference. So I just don't think that bears any weight to me at all. Uh, if, if you see someone giving you that kind of prediction, I, I think they're just off their rockers. I think this roster, as it sits, is too talented. And some of the unknowns, like what will Miles Bridges look like as he gets back into form? How will Brandon Miller adjust to the NBA? Who fills in as that eighth or ninth guy as part of the rotation? Does Cody Martin look like his old self again this year? These are significant questions, but not enough to me to move the needle the way that all the injuries did last year. Of course, if injuries happen, yeah, 29th could happen, but that's a lot of injuries. A lot had to go wrong for the Hornets to end up with the 27th or 28th best record in the NBA last year. I think a lot would have to go wrong for them to end up 29th. I totally agree with you. I think it's absolutely outrageous as well. So as we usually do these exercises, we then take the teams that are ahead of the Hornets and say where they should be placed above. So because this spread is so big, you got a lot of options here. So according to the Athletic, well, according to you, Sam, you had the Hornets ranked 21st in your personal power rankings. According to the Athletic, the 21st ranked team in their power rankings are the Indiana Pacers, followed by the Orlando Magic at 22. Brooklyn at 23, 24th is the Chicago Bulls, 25th the Houston Rockets, 26th San Antonio, 27th would be Portland, and then Washington at 28. So in terms of those teams, I personally have a number of teams that I think the Hornets should be above, and a lot of them I feel are very clear cut. But in your personal opinion, where would you rank the Hornets above those teams or how many would you put above them? multiple, but I'll take the easiest one. I mentioned them in our preseason conversation. I'll say Washington. You, you know, when you give up two superstars 
I mean, you you would expect a significant step back. It was a Wizards team that did not make the playoffs last year, even with those two guys. So giving up Porzingis, giving up Beal, and not getting an all-star in return would lead me to believe that they're going to take a step back from where they were previously. So I think that's an easy one. Charlotte should jump in front of them. And keep in mind, the Hornets effectively last year did lose two superstars. They lost two 20-point-per-game on average players for 65% of the season last year in LaMelo Ball. He only played about 35 games. And then you lost Miles Bridges for the entire season. Who knows if Miles Bridges is going to come back at exactly the same level of play on the floor. With LaMelo, you expect him to be even better. So barring LaMelo missing 50-plus games for another season, I don't see any way Charlotte should be rated behind the Washington Wizards. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. If I had to pick one, I'm going to take them even one step further. I'm going to take them higher. I'm going to replace them at the 25 spot with Houston. And I know the Rockets have made a lot, a lot of big splashes here. Dylan Brooks, Fred Van Fleet, getting Aimee Aduka for their head coach now. There's a lot going on. You got two top 20 picks, too, as well. You had Amen Thompson and Cam Whitmore that you took in this year's draft. There's a lot of hype around the team, and rightfully so, I think. But at the same time, that roster is just kind of all over the spot. They don't really have that one defined person. Like, who is the man? Is it going to be Amen Thompson? Is it going to be Cam Whitmore? Is it going to be Jalen Green, who it's been the last couple of years, who was your big, shiny lottery pick not that long ago? There's just a weird, weird roster construction, I feel like. And I don't know how those people are all going to fit together. And it's going to be a lot of bumps and bruises. There's a lot of continuity involved, I'm sure. And I'm sure they've been working on it over the offseason. But again, they're still in the West. The West is still a very dominant conference, as is the Eastern Conference. Both conferences are very, very strong right now and very, very top-heavy, I feel like. I feel like there is some parity. But for the most part, this Houston team is just so many unknowns. Well, at least with the Hornets, we know what we're getting because of all of those pieces that you talked about. If the health is there, if Miles Bridges returns to a 20-point-per-game score, all of those things have a big factor in for Charlotte. But at the same time, this Houston team, and I'm not trying to berate them or look down upon them or anything, but it's just a weird, weird roster construction. I just don't know where they're going to end up at the end of the day. So that's why I'm taking them ahead of them. I think Washington is the very easy one, like you pointed out. But heck, I'm going to shoot for the stars. I'm going to take them over Houston as well. I don't mind it at all. I think there is a chance Houston ends up better because they did make a coaching change to a, a very accomplished head coach on the floor in Ime Udoka. I think adding Van Fleet and Brooks being big spenders. Those were big swings. Are those players already at their ceilings, or do they have another gear? We'll find out. And most importantly, how do they mesh with the young guys, and where is the improvement of those young guys? If Alperin Shengun or Jabari Smith make a big jump, or even Jalen Green, if he were to make a big jump, if some of these rookies pan out immediately, they could go a little further. Uh, I took kind of the, the easier one on the tee there with Washington, but I agree with you. I think there's a good chance that the Hornets are better than Houston as well. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. We'll keep our eyes open for more breaking news and make sure to get you another episode of the HHC whenever we've got enough to talk about. Soon enough, we'll have the regular season schedule out, and before you know it, those two months are just going to fly by Rob Longo. We'll be ready for the preseason. But I'm sure we'll be back on the HHC before you know it. Indeed. With thanks to Rob Longo for joining me today and to all of you for tuning in, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.